content shared is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. Welcome to another episode of Imagination Health and Wellness. Today, we have joining me Clement Norris, who's my co-host, and of course, I'm Carolyn Scott. Hi, Clement. How are you? Hello, Carol. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, doing fine. I believe we have another exciting topic, dietary protein. Uh, that's exactly correct. We're going to talk about dietary protein today. In the last podcast we did, we talked about dietary fat. Yes. And in that uh, podcast, just to kind of recap, we talked about unsaturated fats and the saturated fats. Mentioned briefly about trans fats, but but the bulk of our conversation, we talked about the unsaturated or unhealthy fats. And we know that because uh, the uh, National Institute of Health, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the American Medical Association, the American Cardiac Association. I mean, all a person got to do is get on the uh, web and go to those sites and you will uh, see that there's more than uh, enough overwhelming evidence to uh, show that uh, the unsaturated, unsaturated fats are not uh, uh, good for us. But more importantly, when we talked about them, we, we talked about Jesus and the fact that he would have avoided unsaturated fats because he said, and I want to I keep this in mind, that because Jesus said in the Gospel of John, chapter nine, uh, 8 and verse 29, he said that he did always those things that pleased his father. And what we did was we looked in the Bible and we saw that the Bible was clear that God prohibited the eating of unsaturated fats from animal sources. And let me stress that again, from animal sources, not from, uh, from vegetable sources or, or from fruit. So we talked about that. So it just seemed like it was a natural flow to kind of touch a bit on dietary protein and and if i if i recall correctly carol you were gonna kind of look up some of the benefits of eating uh protein just the benefits health benefits of eating protein yes there are a few uh health benefits of eating protein protein is one of the three major macronutrients and the other two are carbohydrates and fat and so with protein it's a nutrient that helps to build maintain and repair body tissue Protein is very important in our diet. Yeah, it, 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 uh, that's so true, Carol. And, you know, one of the things, because I think what's going to happen as we go through uh, not, you know, just the last podcast, but this one and, and probably every other uh, podcast we do, in some way, shape, or form, we're going to probably end up touching on, on obesity because, you know, it's a serious problem. Mm -hmm. And when we're talking about dietary proteins, uh, if my memory serves me correctly, and I, I hope it does, if it serves me correctly, if we want to rev up our metabolism so that we can burn more calories, protein actually helps do that. Mm -hmm. We focus a diet on protein. And, and what we want to do is we want to, as always, we want to take a look at Christ because Jesus said that if he is lifted up, that he would draw all men unto himself. And the Bible is clear. At least it appears to be clear to me. Jesus says that we that he should not only be lifted up, but he said he is the foundation for the church. 
and that we, as uh, as people who claim to follow him, that we should walk in his steps. That's what Peter says in First Peter chapter two and verse twenty one. And of course, in Philippians it says that we uh, we should uh, uh, strive to think like him. It says, "Let this mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in you." Mm-hmm. And so, what we want to do is take a look again at the life of Jesus, like we did with the dietary fast, and we want to consider. Jesus' position when it comes to, to meat eating, which we kind of grazed on. I don't know if you recall, but we kind of grazed on it you know, kind of briefly a couple of times already. Do, right. do you remember that? Yeah, I do. On that first episode, I think even in that introductory episode, we mentioned that it would be one of the topics. So yeah, you're right. We did. And so what I want to do is uh, make it absolutely clear to uh, all listeners that the, the Bible uh, seems to be, this should not be a, a debatable issue, really, that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, he ate meat. And uh, not only did he eat meat uh, before the crucifixion, but the Bible says he ate meat after the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. If uh, some of us who are familiar with our Bibles, we know that Jesus uh, kept the Passover, and what the Passover, part of the keeping the Passover was the eating of meat. Most people are probably most familiar with the fact that there was a lamb involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Jesus ate the Passover. Matter of fact, according to the Bible, Jesus told the disciples to go get the, the things that they were going to need for the Passover, to uh, eat the Passover. So he ate the Passover, and it also, the Bible is also clear that Jesus ate fish that he ate fish before the uh, crucifixion, and he ate it afterward. Matter of fact, Carol, I don't know, well, I'm, I, I'm pretty confident anyway, that you remember the story of uh, doubting Thomas. Mm-hmm. And Thomas, uh, he was not uh, believing that Jesus had rose in a physical form. Mm-hmm. And Jesus showed his hands to him. They show him the holes in his hands. And, and Jesus requested something to eat. And Jesus, the Bible says, that Jesus, that he ate fish with them. Also in the Bible, it talks about where Jesus ate broiled fish after he had rose and he saw Peter them out on the water and, and they, they got fish. And he asked them, he said, do you have anything to eat? And so Jesus did eat meat before and after. And of course, when we're talking about protein, we, uh, we should not ignore the fact that Jesus got some of his protein from meat sources, animals. Mhm mhm I agree but now what I want us to try to keep in mind is that even today Carol if you go over on that side of the world in many cases and actually even in America eating meat is 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 kind of a luxury it's not something very commonly eaten you know three times a day or all day like we are used to here in America but if you could project yourself back into time into Jesus time Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, you know, they did not eat meat as much as we do today. That is, that was not the main source of their protein in their diet was not the eating of, of meat. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting, I think, that if you go and you check the American Dietetic Association, you know, you check the uh, um, American Cancer Association, the American Heart Association, and I, it seems to be a common thread that I think they all agree that today in these modern times, we get too much of our protein from animal sources. Mm-hmm. When you look at the, the uh, you know, they talk about the food plates they have with the, uh, where they divide it up into different sections in, uh, on the plate. 
which was the plate came after the food pyramid. So first there was the food pyramid, then there was the food plate. And in both of those cases, uh, they, they try to put a less emphasis on getting protein from meat sources and more emphasis on getting protein from other sources. And that, that's what I hope is going to be one of the take home messages that people get uh, from this here particular podcast. Mm-hmm. Jesus eat meat, yes. But, uh, or he got it, did Jesus eat meat to get protein? Yes. But was that where he uh, got the bulk of his pro- protein from? Uh, I think it's fair to say definitely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus, uh, like today, we, we can get proteins from nuts. You can get uh, protein from tofu. Um, can you take anything off the top of your head, Kira? Uh Yeah, you get protein from your legumes. legumes. Like your, your lentils. I mean, lentils. Let me tell you, lentils are packed with proteins. I think they have like 17 grams of protein in lentils. So, and, you know, of course, and you know, Kira, a lot of times people are concerned that, 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 that if you uh, get, get your proteins from plant-based sources, that you can, you know, you can get a complete protein, and 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 really, the the more science looks into stuff like this, they they come to find out that that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. That you can get complete protein from certain plant-based sources, and uh, even if there is some doubt, one thing everybody agrees on is that when you combine a carbohydrate with the protein, mm-hmm. that you get a complete protein. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a bean with a uh, with a whole grain rice, because the quality of the of the of of the protein matters. The quality of the protein matters. Certain things are more the body is able to metabolize more efficiently efficiently than others. Mm-hmm. And and when we look at the protein that Jesus ate, right? Because when we talk, you know, and I like to keep emphasizing the fact that we're looking at the life of Jesus. When you're looking at the life of Jesus, you're talking New Testament. Right. Jesus mm-hmm. is the New Testament. So you talk the New Testament. And so when we talk about the protein and looking at the life of Jesus, a Jesus was not getting the bulk of his protein from meat or animal sources. Mm-hmm. Um, B, if we consider the fact that, uh, you know, we talked about the dietary fats. Mm-hmm. One of the ways you can reduce that dietary fat to particularly the unsaturated fat from animals from your source, from your food source. Is simply following the step of Christ because Christ was particular. He was particular about the the animal sources that he got his protein from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus did not get his protein when he got protein from animal sources. He did not eat any kind of animal. Now I think we can say that with confidence because Jesus said, you know, he was clear. Uh, he said that he talked about how close he was with his father. And he said that the reason why they were so close was because he did always those things to please his father. Mm-hmm. And one thing the father made clear was that there that there, some meats, eating some meats did not please him. When we look at the creation week, God created uh, all types of animals. And when he created those animals, there was a good portion of those animals that God created for a specific purpose. They scavenger animals. These were animals that if you if you if you want to kind of look at them as the earth's disposal system. Animals who has have very strong bacteria in their gut. Animals who can uh, you know I think a lot of times curl up a uh, of a vulture. Mm-hmm. 
you know, when people think of vultures, they usually think of how, you know, they, they, they don't look all that pretty, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, beauty, you know, is in the eyes of the beholder, so I'm sure their mothers <laughs> just love them to death. But <laughs> when you think of vultures, you don't think of something. But if you, if you take a vulture and, I, and you spread out his, his wings, I think a vulture wings can probably get anywhere between maybe four to six feet wing spread. I mean, it's, it's a fairly big bird. When you look at his talons, they, the, the claws are just, they, they, they're huge. Their grip is intense. You look mm-hmm. at their, their their beak, you know their beak can just rip through flesh, and 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 it, it it boggles my mind that this this bird, he he flies around up in the skies, mm-hmm. and he's looking for something that's dead, and the the deader it is, the happier he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants it when it's rotting. And he flies down there and he gets a hold of it. He eats it. Uh, probably at some point he even belches, probably takes a nap. He gets up and he flies away. And it doesn't bother him at all. You and I could probably take this finger and just put it on a tip of that, that meat and put it on our lips. And we end up in the hospital with some kind of, of, of you know, a food poisoning. Mm-hmm. But these animals are designed to eat that kind of stuff and actually be healthier after they eat that. And then what kills me is they take that, that rotten meat that they ate and they take it back to their babies and they feed it to their babies mm. because they have systems that are designed to uh, absorb that kind of thing. So when you look at these animals that God has uh, created to be a scavenger animals, if uh, Jesus did what he said he did. And I believe, I believe he did. I believe Jesus did always those things that pleased his father. Then therefore Jesus did not eat those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't, you know, he wouldn't have ate uh, vultures. He would not have eaten uh, catfish. He would not have eaten uh, pork because for him to do any of those things would have been, to, uh, would have not been pleasing to his father. So you, we're talking about um, getting healthy, and staying healthy. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine a better way to do that than to follow the examples that Jesus has already set out for us. And 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 let and let's make sure we keep it in perspective because so far what we basically are talking about uh, is removing saturated fats from your diet mm-hmm. and removing certain types of animals from your diet, so that you're doing what Jesus did, which is what Christianity is supposed to be. We got to remember the Bible is clear. It says Jesus Christ the same in the past, in the uh, present, and in the future. Mm-hmm. If he didn't do it back then, he wouldn't do it today. He would not be eating the unsaturated—I mean, the saturated fats. He would not be eating uh, animals that that his father said was unclean. And if he is in us. And he's changing us to be like him, then uh, we we also should not be doing those things, and we will be blessed when it comes to our health. We I believe we will be tremendously blessed because we are following this example that Christ has clearly set before us. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about? It? You cannot go wrong when you are following the counsels that are in the scripture. Well, especially if you if you really are serious about trying to improve your health and in, and one of the ways you're trying to do that is by losing weight i can't i can't think of a of a better way to really kind of 
get started and stick with it, you're going to be really reducing a lot of uh, unnecessary calories from your, your diet by getting that fat out of your diet and, and also avoiding the eating of certain uh, meats. We're not talking about giving up all meats, but we, we, we are talking about the fact that Jesus would not have been eating unclean animals. And if he did, he can't turn around and say he did always those things that pleased his father because that simply would not be the case. That's correct. So um, I think I think hopefully this, you know, kind of hits the, uh, as the old proverbial saying goes, nail on the head. We, you know, of course, pray about it. <laughs> we always think it's, it's good to pray about it. Pray about it, study. Uh, make sure you uh, meditate on it. I think when you meditate on the word of God, it, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff starts, uh, it also makes sense uh, because I, I want to, I want to kind of close on this here particular note. It's one of my favorite, favorite verses in the Bible. I got many because I definitely love the gospel of John chapter eight and verse 29, but first, first John chapter four and verse one, first John chapter four and verse one. And basically in that verse, we are told that, um, there are many false prophets in the world and we are encouraged therefore to study the scriptures so that we can weed them out. And I don't want to be perceived as a false prophet or a false teacher or instructor or whatever words you want to use for anybody. So that's why I strongly always encourage people to go to the scriptures, fact check everything and then, and then pray on it, meditate on it. And of course take action. Because mm -hmm. ultimately what it boils down to is either we're going to have faith in Jesus Christ or we're not. I mean, right. it, it really boils down to that. And if we have faith in Jesus Christ and we remove the unhealthy, saturated fat from our diet, we remove the unclean meats from our diet. Because we have faith in Jesus and therefore we want to do what he did, we will be tremendously blessed you will you will i believe you will lose weight and with that weight loss you will also lower your risk of of acquiring many uh, diseases that could be literally avoided and in some cases reversing diseases like type 2 diabetes mm -hmm. so uh, all we got to do is trust him follow him do what he did and i think we'll be fine Right. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I was just thinking because people say, well, I need to eat my protein. I need to, we need to get enough protein. Talking to uh, people who are asking vegetarians, well, how do you get your protein? First question that they ask. But a lot of times we as Americans, we're eating too much protein, uh, especially if you consume the, the animal. You're eating too much protein for women. The recommended amount of protein that you should have for an adult woman is 46 grams. And then for a man, it's 56 grams. So if you eat a small piece of chicken, that might fill your daily average for the day. Well, when you're talking about a small piece of chicken, again, you, you know, you're talking about a serving. And yeah, a serving, a serving. A serving size of chicken is... Is uh, supposed to be a, a roughly the size of a deck of cards. It, yeah. It's almost it's almost like saying you're going to eat um, basically a, one half of a chicken breast. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, because and, and we and we kind of touched on it earlier, but this idea that 
yeah, it's one thing to say I need 46 grams if I'm a female, but I can say I need 46 grams if I'm a female, but at the end of the day, I don't need to get that, that all that 46 grams don't need to come from eating meat. Right. I, I can get that's that right. protein from, from other sources. It doesn't have to all come from eating, eating meat. And that's uh, my point. Even if you take the meat away, you can get your, your source of protein and you can get it easily. So for exactly. people, yeah, for people that think that, okay, I'm going to miss my protein if I don't eat this, then that's, that's a myth. Well, I, the, what, I, what, I, what I generally run into with people whenever you're talking about protein particularly uh, reference to meat and I, they, I hear people say it and they say it with such with great passion they when they say this they say it with great passion they say there's just no way they can give up eating meat period and, and or any particular type of meats they just say that they just can't cannot do it matter of fact i've had people look me dead in my face and say, listen god just have to forgive me they'll, they'll make comments to me like that mm. and and I don't, I don't think sometimes when we say certain things, I wonder how well we think through what, what it actually means what we, when we say these things. Because when you, when you say, you take, for example, and I, I mentioned a few uh, scavenger animals. I mentioned uh, pork or swine, uh, catfish, people eating all kinds of snails, uh, lobsters, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. If if I say to myself, if I try to convince myself that there's just no way I can give up those type of things, then what I'm what I what I'm clearly doing is showing that I do not have faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And 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 I want to and I want to be specific because it, 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 as I'm hearing that come out of my mouth, I know that's kind of a strong thing to say, but I want to make sure I'm clear about why I'm saying that they're, they're, they're really saying that they don't have faith in Jesus Christ. Because when you look in the, in the, in the Bible, Jesus says that, that with men, uh, things are impossible. Mm-hmm. But he said, but with God, he said, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. He said, with God, all things are possible. So if I'm with God and God is with me, it is possible for me to get those unclean meats out of my diet for me not to even miss them after I get them, eliminate them from out of my diet. He will, he will help me. I, I think Jesus was clear. Jesus said, we can't do anything without him. Yeah. John 15, five. You can't, you can't get, uh, you can't get saturated fats out of your diet without him. And you cannot, overcome your addiction to unclean meats without him. Mm-hmm. And he will help you do it because the whole, uh, one of the primary purposes of him coming was to uh, transform us to be like him. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you do eliminate that unhealthy fat, and if you do eliminate those unclean meats, you're going to be doing like him. That's what Christianity is supposed to be. And so I think, I, I, I hope that our audience uh, keeps that in mind. So is it, it's, it's, more of a, it's more of a question of submitting to him and allowing him to do this in us if we really want. It's oh, yeah. a point of submission, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I hear people say all the time that, uh, you know, once we're in, 
you know, we're in God's hand, nothing can take us out. Mm. And that, and Paul talks about that. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's 100% true. Mm-hmm. But, but I always encourage people to show me the verse where, where God said, but if you want to come out, I won't open my hands and let you out. Mm-hmm. So what am I saying? What I'm saying is, if I don't want to let go of saturated fats and I don't want to let go of those unclean meats, then why is God going to try to force it on me? God mm-hmm. is not going to force himself on you. Mm-hmm. But if you are committed, if you're committed to evolving within your Christianity and being more like Jesus Christ, God will help you overcome any uh, propensity you have for the saturated fats and the unclean animals. Mm-hmm. And to say that he to say that it can't be done, especially knowing that Jesus did it, is showing that you don't have faith in Jesus. Because Jesus said, you know, we always go on and on about the things that Jesus did, and Jesus did a lot of things. But but we keep forgetting sometimes that Jesus said, greater things you will do. Mm-hmm. He said, greater things you can do. And he left us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows that our bodies are the temples of God. Mm-hmm. He's going he's gonna to help us do a better job of keeping them healthy. And if, and if that's what it takes to do it, if, if there's light in it, then he'll be there for us. The problem is not going to be God. It's not going to be Jesus. It's not going to be the Holy spirit. It's going to be us. Yes. We yeah. can't, we can't, we can't try to run away from it. It's a simple truth, whether we like it or not. There's simply no getting away from it. If we are uh, professing to be Christians, once we make that profession, what we're saying is I've accepted him as my Lord and Savior, that uh, Jesus uh, is in me, mm-hmm. that Jesus is transforming me to be like him. Mm-hmm. He's the same in the past, present, and future. He did always those things that pleased his father. Eating saturated fat from animals didn't please his father, so he did not do it. Eating unclean meats didn't please his father, so he did not do it. And so we shouldn't be doing it either. If we are, we need to uh, stop trusting because uh, I believe it's in Acts 17, Paul wrote that God winks at our ignorance. It's one thing when we do something in ignorance. Right. It's a different thing when we know better because when we know better, uh, the Bible says God expects us to do better. Acts 17.30, I believe. Well, Clement, this is going to wrap up another episode. And we want to thank our listeners for joining us for another episode of Imagination, Health, and Wellness. Until next week, signing off. God bless you. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And if you like what you've been hearing on this podcast, I invite you to go to wherever you're listening to this episode and leave us a comment or review. Tell me what you love about this episode. Better yet, tell me what you want to hear more of in the future.